0: Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow.
1: So welcome all to our chat with the fabulous Jack Monroe, who is a multi-business owner, and we're here specifically to talk about the launch of the Monroe School, but we are also going to get into your other businesses as well, Jack. Fair enough. So welcome Tell us all about you, Jack. Tell us about how you came to create the Monroe School. Tell us about your journey with it. Let's get into the nitty gritty here.
0: Well, I was really lucky. Um, Reflexology is, well, reflexology, complementary therapies is my second career. I was in business management for 18 years and then split up with my husband and became a single parent and thought that would be a great time to go back to university. So I went back to university and did a Bachelor of Science degree in Complementary Therapies, which doesn't exist anymore, it's a shame, Um, and we specialised in reflexology or aromatherapy. So I I had three years to study, and at the age of 35, I think I really threw myself into it because it meant so much to me. It meant a a real chance to be self-employed, a real chance to be able to sort of determine my own future. Hopefully a great example to my kids who were like 10 and 11 at the time, and absolutely loved it. I literally felt that I was at home. I'd arrived exactly where I was meant to be. Aww. And then when I finished that, I decided, um, I started a business with one of my friends from university, Heidi, who now runs a uh, Mandala Flow in Edinburgh. So we were working for about two and a half years together. And during that time, I decided to go back and do my teacher training. So I went and did my study for my master's in education at Stirling University, because why not? Why not work time, full time, have a, a, you know, a job and be a single parent? You know, that's I know a indeed. Idea. You
1: like to challenge so,
0: yourself. <laughs> exactly. So I spent another three years at uni and my first year was TQFE. So I'm a qualified college lecturer and I've taught at three different colleges in Scotland. So teaching was always my passion. Teaching was always something I wanted to do. But the complementary therapy world has changed an awful lot. And you'll see now you can actually do a diploma in online in reflexology in six hours which is ridiculous it's like a painter and decorator learning in six hours you know it's, it's a physical thing that you need to understand the human body you know we're touching each other's bodies it's really really important mm-hmm. that we understand what we're doing and that we're safe doing it so i've kind of had the idea to teach myself i've been teaching it since 2010 in cpd courses for other therapists and for the public and other therapies reflexology masterclasses and the school just came about because I felt there was a bit of a gap in the market for really good quality education in reflexology and reflexology is sometimes a poor relation where for massage because everyone loves massage but not everyone loves their feet being touched Mm -hmm. although reflexology can be done in the face the hands and the ears as well can it this is brand new information yeah I thought it was only feet Oh, you can do it on the face, on the hands, and it can write down onto the ear as well. You can put the whole body. So reflexology is a belief that the whole body is mapped out on a smaller surface. So for example, the whole body is mapped out on the feet or the hands or the face or the ears. So you can really influence lots of different things by treating the areas that you can't touch normally. We can't touch our internal organs, but you can, you can work on them with reflexology. You can't touch your spine. Even massage therapists can't go right onto the spine you can do that in reflexology so I just have such a passion for reflexology I I do other therapies I do hypnotherapy as well which is one of my other main therapies but I just love feet and people think that's a bit weird but I don't love feet in the way that that's a fetish I love (laughs) what the feet can tell us and how we can actually influence the body physiologically and energetically but really help people and it's truly holistic for me Mm -hmm. because it works on all areas it can work emotionally physically mentally and spiritually and it just does what it needs to do and I just love that so I want to pass that on and make sure I've always felt a real need to pass something on to the industry and by starting the school I like to think I'm doing my bit by ensuring that there's really great qualified reflexologists coming into the industry and they've got my ongoing support and they've got my passion and I'm a bit of a swot. was a bit of a I graduated highest in my year at university, yes. Um, because I was a wee swot. Which um, when I, you know, when you go to university at 35, you're paying for it yourself. You have to make the time. You know, I was working the whole way through as well, part time. So you kind of have to make it work. Yes. But I just literally found where I was always meant to be, and I just want to pass it on to other people. So hence, the Monroe School, which was meant to launch last year. In September, and then we put it off till January, and of course, lockdown continued, so it's been put off. We did a very soft launch with a couple of students in Glasgow just a couple of months ago, but we're doing a big launch in September where we start our full uh, diploma. um So,
1: hopefully, helping people find out about it and come and join me. Amazing, amazing. So, reflexology is like it is a treatment that kind of blows my mind because you know obviously yourself being such an expert and it, it is wow what you can tell from various different aspects from the human body from I thought just feet, but obviously some, you know smaller areas like could you give us an indication Jack of the type of things that maybe a customer who's never so quite a lot of my friends actually seems to be like such an up-and-coming treatment as well because a lot yeah. of my friends are asking me like you know, is this a good treatment? Like it's, it seems to be really up and coming, and so it should be because, like you say, it's a full holistic experience. But what type of things could people maybe expect to hear from their therapist and getting the treatment?
0: It depends how regularly for me. The regularity of reflexology is the most important thing, so you should work out how much time and money you can afford to spend on it and do it regularly. So, if it's only once every 12 weeks, that's better than every now and again. Um, body really understands what it gets from reflexology which is about maintenance and support and it helps you transition through so many things so a lot of my clients will come when or maybe motivated to come when they have something going on in their life so like anxiety or a life change like coming up for um having children or maybe children going to school changing job moving houses maybe moving locations relationships starting or relationships ending those life things that are normal, but they're not always easy. And there's this pretense that they're always easy. Moving house isn't easy. It might be a joyful, happy time, but it's not easy. So for me, reflexology helps you to process all of the emotions, all of the mental processes. It helps your body relax. It can energize your body. It can just help your body remove things that are stuck or are potentially going to get stuck because it works entirely with the body. It, you should never be put into any kind of you know discomfort. you shouldn't be put into any kind of tension when you're having reflexology. Don't be wrong, it's not always relaxing because if there's something wrong on the body, the body will react. but you should always end up with a relaxing uh, session. You know at the end you should always be relaxed. So it just helps the body process without you having to really think about it or know about it or have to do extra work it just supports beautifully and that's one of the biggest things that I think people don't understand about reflexology and a massage is always nice because it's time out and you can always just let go and just de-knot and de-stress. Reflexology is a bit, well to be fully effective, a bit more long term. You might come for four sessions, you might come longer. Most of my clients have been coming I don't have a client that's been coming to me any less than three years. Some people come every fortnight. Some people come every week. Some people come every month. And it's just about finding out what works for you because it truly changes the way you can live your life because it just helps you maintain some of those harder parts of life, which to me is a superpower.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. And, And like you say, coming to get a treatment before something big is really really good thing to do to work on yourself isn't it because if you're not aware of stress and but yet stress is going on in your body it's almost like it just it can stay inside can't it without being expelled
0: stress isn't actually a problem for the body because we deal with it at the time it's when we afterwards have the aftermath of the stress so if we're stressed we do what we need to negate that stress Mm -hmm. but then once we stop having that stressful Indi- like situation or indicator our body then has to cope with the stress and that's where the damage is done we've got too much you know cortisol in our body we've got too much adrenaline we've got too much um serotonin we can't sleep we can sleep too much that's where the body needs the help so the stressful situations we're all in we're like oh i have got a really busy week i'll get through it but the weekend you crash and can't do anything yeah. that's because your body's dealing with the stress you know that's where reflexology really helps you to process as you're in the situation rather than afterwards. And it when you come for reflexology treatment, it'll keep working for a couple of days. You know, it's not just a one-hour wonder, it does keep working on the body and it just helps you to adjust gently without again overwhelming
1: you. Absolutely. And that's really important. Really important. And this this magazine, which we're filming this interview for, even although people might hear it on Spotify and iTunes at various different places it's all about um really trying to encourage a more proactive rather than reactive um attitude to health because obviously when you're when you're in the reactive stage it's, it's it can be a bit a lot harder whereas you know treatments like reflexology that actually is is part of being proactive about health especially if you're you know you're booking treatments in advance of maybe stressful times or and you are working to try and help the body restore after that
0: when we when we get a new client we would normally say come for four weekly sessions because then that lets me see your cycle it lets you understand what the reflexology can do and then it lets us almost rewind some of the stuff that's going on Mm -hmm. and and lets us get to a place where the body can go all right, now I can deal with some stuff. And then after that, I'll recommend it every four weeks, every six weeks, whatever that you come for. And that is where you're starting to get into the prevention rather than cure. That's where you get into the self-care rather than the, oh God, I need to kind of help myself survive. you know. So absolutely reflexology, um, maybe in a different way to massage, but reflexology is absolutely much more powerful as a prevention, Mm -hmm. as part of your maintenance, as part of your self-care because why wouldn't you you charge your phone you fill up your car with petrol yes throw your kettle before you boil it we do all those things without thinking but we let ourselves run on empty all the time absolutely and, and I have clients I mean almost all my clients um quite a lot of them will come every four weeks and, and they'll say to me, I knew it was this week's my feet could tell me. I knew it was this week because my feet my week this week my feet were letting me know. So people their body starts to understand it and people start to understand the power of coming just to do something for yourself. And also although um reflexology can be relaxing and it can be a very sort of timeout thing, a lot of people talk through reflexology. And sometimes the reflexology is just the byproduct They actually just need to talk to somebody for an hour. And so it has a lot more of that in it as well, where you're actually listening to people. And just if have somebody listen to you for an hour can be such a luxury.
1: Oh, it can, especially a person different from your closest unit. Because you know, obviously we're filming, we're recording this and we're we're still kind of coming out of lockdown and you know the various different things, but we've been so close to the people that we live with and actually sometimes it's not the people closest to you that you're you open up to most just with the way the world works. Quite often you're experiencing the same thing so you know and sometimes people I mean
0: as a therapist I don't offer solutions I don't offer advice unless it's asked for I just listen and sometimes not to have a solution given to you or not to be oh but you'll get through it you always do you know you're like sometimes you just don't want to hear that sometimes you just want to have a moan sometimes you just want to have a rant sometimes you just want to have somebody to hear what you're saying from your experience and go well that's okay you're allowed to feel those things Whereas you wouldn't necessarily be able to say that to somebody else you might sound selfish or judgmental but a therapist doesn't think that way and when you come and you're talking to your reflexologist all they need to do is listen and that can be such a powerful form of self-care and And prevention as well, because if you're talking things out while you're getting your fixology, it's kind of working in tandem. It really is. And I'm on my had a client last night and she was like, Oh, I can't remember what we're talking about last week, but I know I was mad about something. So, you know, that's great that she doesn't even need to know because it's all been processed out by the body. That's as good as it gets.
1: Absolutely. And obviously, I know that like, you know, as a treatment, you probably you probably wouldn't be allowed to say like it, it does certain things like for sure but I have a friend who was and she won't mind me saying this she was um, trying for a baby for 10 years and then she started getting reflexology and the lady doing it you know was able to tell Um, you know she had polycystic ovaries she was able to tell there was stuff going on in that area and then you know short, short Fast forward a wee bit of time and, you know, she's she's now got her first daughter. So, obviously, I know that obviously you'll be governed by what you can say. However, she really does put reflexology in the mix as a helping hand to her journey.
0: Well, I think, yeah, I've seen people for IVF. I've seen people for, um, you know, natural pregnancy, just preparing for pregnancy, people through pregnancy and post postnatally. There is special reflexology courses you can do for different conditions for different experiences and pregnancies, one of them, because we do have to be very careful. Yes, we we can't diagnose, but we can assess and we take a really sort of history from people and we take into consideration their conditions or their presentation. We don't treat conditions, we treat people. And I think that's the difference Mm -hmm. because everyone that comes to you has a different, even if you've got two clients that are going through IVF, it's a very different experience for both of them. So you treat their anxieties, their worries, their physicality, their expectations, their relationships. You're you're helping all of those things when you're working on their feet and also talking to them because you're letting the body do what it does best. And there is nothing more amazing in this entire planet than the human body. Oh, of course. It does such amazing things. And if you give it what it needs, it will literally do the rest. And some people might be anxious when they're trying to get pregnant. Some people might be uncomfortable. Not everyone finds pregnancy, you know, a great experience. It's so hard. <laughs> really,
1: yeah, very hard. It's hard. <laughs> but
0: what you're letting the body do is what the body needs to do. And that's what's important. And yeah. that is, again, back to what I was saying earlier, that is where reflexology comes into its own because it supports the body to do what it needs to do.
1: Oh, I love
0: so If you're trying to get pregnant, why wouldn't it support the body to do that, you know?
1: Uh, amazing and that's really interesting that you can do different courses for different you know yeah. things that humans are going through because I, I never knew that either and that's really sounds really special and very amazing okay so you mentioned earlier on which really has still blown my mind the fact that it's not just feet <laughs> the fact that you could do hands face and ears I think you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. so talk us through obviously like such a small idea like the ears like What would would that entail then?
0: There's a couple of different approaches to ear reflexology. There's a couple of different approaches to reflexology. So mainly people that do feet reflexology and hand reflexology are working for what's called a classical model. And that's from zone theory, which was discovered around about 1915, 1913. So that's a modern approach to understand the nerves and how the nerves work and how we pass messages through the body. Facial and ear reflexology work mainly on the Chinese medicine principle of five element theory, yin and yang, meridian theory. So they're slightly different approaches, but basically it's very similar to acupuncture because acupuncture and reflexology both came out of acupressure. So okay. acupressure was invented first by the Chinese and then reflexology and acupuncture followed So it's on very similar uh, principles. So rather than needles or uh, different objects, we would just use our thumbs basically, or maybe the tips of our fingers and work different points. And it's tiny wee movements. It's again, when you look at an ear, so this would be the head, think of an embryo, and this would be the spine. And then all the legs are curled down here. So when you're seeing the body like that and you're working on different, it has to be very precise when you're on the ear. Obviously the feet are a bigger surface the faces the hands so you're literally helping because it comes from a Chinese perspective it's more on a meridian so it's more of an energetic treatment okay helping the energy of the body again to find any blocks to find any pathways that aren't working probably that are out of balance and harmonizing them back to let the body do what it needs to do without forcing the body without overwhelming the body and just
1: doing tiny wee precise movements and saying right body there you go. Wow honestly yeah. and and I think it's so good for people to know that because I do know a couple of people that don't like getting their feet touched in fact they don't yeah. even like getting their feet out yeah. so that is that that is really really brand new information that's amazing.
0: And facial reflexology was actually originally developed as a beauty therapy so because it can plump up the face it can it obviously helps the collagen your natural collagen that we've got in our face so the belief is that after facial reflexology will actually look younger so if you have it regularly it can actually help you to stay more youthful because it does help the skin and the muscles because how often do we exercise our faces we don't unless we're talking we don't really do much more than that yeah so yeah facial reflexology can be a wee bit of a a backdoor beauty
1: treatment as well as well as chilling you out sold wow that is that's exactly sign me up okay so let's talk a bit more about the course and the school then obviously lockdown totally scuppered the plans but I, I know that you're a really optimistic person we'll talk about a bit more about that coming up as well but tell us more about the school and the course and what people could expect from it so this course courses a
0: one year reflexology diploma were accredited by Professional Reflexology, which is one of the oldest professional bodies in uh, the UK. So they check all my work. So the, the diploma lasts an academic year. So it starts in September and I'll finish around about the following June July. We work at weekends just so people can support uh, if they're already working and they want to do this as a you know a change of career. Not everyone can just leave their job. Uh, if you've got kids, if you've got family commitments, you know. It's, quite often easier to get childcare at weekends than you know family support so the classes are at weekends and we actually do 120 hours contact teaching which is the highest of any school in scotland we also do another 100 hours of case studies so you're fully qualified you're fully checked we do seven core modules which are anatomy and physiology we do business um, how to set up your business all the things you'll need for that We do the theory, the practical of reflexology. We integrate the anatomy and physiology with the reflexology so you know why you're treating what you're treating. And then we do some additional modules. So this year we're doing Meridians, first aid and palliative care reflexology. So if you want to go and work in a hospice or with people that are in palliative care situations um so it's a really thorough training in reflexology so if you're already a therapist of another type a massage therapist or whatever you can come and do this course and be fully qualified as a reflexologist if you've never done any of this work before you can still come and get such a thorough education that you can literally set up your business or go and be employed somewhere else like a spa or you know a therapy center as a reflexologist. So you literally will come out of this as a professional reflexologist. You'll be fully insured by professional reflexology. You'll be fully, you'll be a membership, you have a student membership for 18 months. Your insurance will last 18 months to make sure you've got time to do your case studies. And everything is laid out for you every week, every weekend. So it's literally roughly one weekend a month. I try to avoid holidays and Mother's Day and Father's Day and Easter and all those things. But the commitment is um, 16 days attendance, so that's your weekends, then you probably would need to do, depending on what you've done before, you would probably need to commit to between five and 10 hours home study a week. And that's a realistic expectations because you yeah. do have to, first of all, do your homework to get all your background and your theory, but then you have to do your case studies, so you'll be looking towards you getting your case studies, you probably need to be doing a couple of people a week with reflexology to make sure that you're getting all of the quality treatments in, in before you quality graduate. You're fully supported to do that. You have access to me and you know other teaching staff at all times. A lot of it is online. You've got all the information you need online. We do it through Dropbox. So everything's put in there for you. Nothing ever gets taken away. You can keep it there forever. So... It is a good way to help change career, maybe start a new career, start something, maybe um, younger people wanting to just think, well, what is it I want to do? You know, this is a really good thing. So also for people, um, one of the the students that's doing it just now is actually doing it for her retirement. Now, she's going to take retirement from her job and she'll still have time to work. So she wants to work on something that she really can have a lot of control over. Because you can, you know, you can make up your own hours. Yeah. Most reflexologists are charging between forty and fifty pounds an hour. You know, it, some people are only getting paid that in a day. You know, yep, absolutely. So it does give you a lot of scope. Don't be wrong; it's not necessarily a, an instant thing. It takes time to build up a clientele, but that's why you have your case studies. It helps you build a clientele for when you're ready to charge. So we support you through all that as well. We have a fixed cost. And we have three payment plans, so we're trying to make it as accessible for people as we can do, to make sure that it's not overwhelming and that you know exactly what you have to pay out. You can either pay it up front, or you get two payment plans where you can pay a portion up front and then pay over ten months. So, trying to make it as accessible as possible for people to make sure that they know exactly what's expected of them. There's no hidden costs. Everything's supplied for them. And hopefully this year, we were hoping to be based at Glasgow Caledonian University. Okay. But obviously, because of COVID, that didn't work. But I'm still in co- in touch with them. And they're very hopeful that hopefully come this September, we can get some accommodation there. We- and that would be really central and easy for people to get to. And of course, it's a great, you know, it's a great uh, place to actually base your business. So that's our hope. But... Let's not say the L words and
1: let's just hope that works out. <laughs> I know, I know. Do you know what I love about the sound of that? I mean, you're literally providing your your students with a ready-made business because you you're, you say you're putting the business element into it. And I hear a lot of um, other therapists and different things talking about they actually, you know, they're brilliant at doing the treatments, but it's the, it's the business side of things, which they're like, kind of, what next for that? So I think that that's a real plus. I think that's
0: essential there's no point you know having all this knowledge and having this desire to go out and help people and to provide a service for people and to really have something that you're passionate about and working in and then nobody to do it on because nobody's taught you how to get those people I think that if that isn't covered that's a really remiss part of your education so That's why it's really essential to us that people understand, you know, HMRC, understand all your accounting abilities, understand what you need to do for insurance, for council, getting registered with the council, licenses, all these things, what it means to work from home versus in a treatment room, versus in your own salon, versus as an employee. All those things are covered to make sure that you have as many choices as possible because not everyone wants to be self employed. That's fine. Yeah. But I don't know why, it's brilliant you get to work eight hours for the same price the same cost you used to work 40 for.
1: (laughs) I know it really is a roller coaster ride, isn't it? It really is a roller coaster ride. It's
0: really really amazing when you do have that ability because you can literally choose what days you work, how you work, where you work. Loads of um, people I know that are therapists work around their kids' school or kids' holidays, husbands that work away, partners that do different jobs to them.
1: So it does give you a lot of choices. And the hours as well that you spoke about in terms of like the study, the case studies, and then, you know, the weekends, that is totally achievable to do whilst, you know, you've got, you're, you're working as well. It's, it's, it's not, it sounds like something over the course of a year that is so achievable. And also probably you're learning so much about relaxation and energy and different things like that, that it's going to be really useful tools just in your own personal self as well I think when I first started my degree I still keep in touch with the, the
0: lecturers that I had and uh, Sandy who was an amazing lecturer she said to us on day one you'll all change through this next three years you won't be the person in three years that you are now and I was like how not <laughs> boy was she right yeah and I think you learn so much about yourself you learn so much about your own <clears throat> approach to health and well-being energy you know prevention all of those things that you can actually influence and it's really interesting when you start to give clients advice and you're like that "Mm, am I speaking to myself here (laughs) so it can be really it's 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 an emotional journey and you have to apply yourself to it but it's absolutely achievable Mm -hmm. absolutely
1: ah amazing so did that did did this qualification come first before your other two businesses, which we're going to have a chat about as well, did that kind of pave the way?
0: No, this has been something ongoing. I actually tried to get all this up and running a few years ago through Napier University, which is a university that I did eh, my first degree with, but they pulled their accreditation programme for a variety of reasons or for, for what I was doing. So this has been bubbling away for about five years. It's only really come to fruition when I've joined up with professional reflexology because they are so established, and they've been teaching for 25 years. Um, So, like everything, I don't know, I start a business, and then I kind of jog along and think, oh, I could do that, I could do this, I could do that. And then another business pops up, and you're like, okay. So, it's been an interesting journey, because I think there's been a tandem thing going on with my therapy business, and then school, and it's kind of been a reality, and then it's not, and then it's, you know, about to come fruition, and it's not. I literally was about to launch a big thing with um, one of the banks and a crowdfunder uh, on the Monday, and we went into lockdown on the Sunday, and everything uh-huh. got cooled. So, this has been a really interesting year, mm-hmm. but it has been bubbling away for a wee while. So, I, I think they've gone in tandem with each other. And I do teach a lot of reflexology. As I said, I do master classes, I do palliative care reflexology, facial reflexology, as well as other therapies but you can't do that online it's a you know it's a practical subject it just can't be done online so I can't wait to get back to actually teaching people and
1: oh absolutely absolutely you're, you're really passionate about about making sure that people are taught properly as well aren't you well
0: when I started my master classes about 3 years ago I thought right well, I'll do these well I can't get the school up and running yet I'll just do these master classes so the master classes are for qualified reflexologists, and we do a little bit of a uh, ANP just to refresh we then do some classical techniques which everyone should know some advanced techniques which might be new to people and then some balance and energy techniques um which people might not know and I was shocked absolutely shocked at the disparity in training and how many people had big holes and it's not that there's bad training out there it's just that different schools or different colleges or different private schools quite often will um, have a specific outcome and they don't always uh, join up you know so the a was great but it wasn't specific to therapies it was just a and So you need to add those things one into the other to make them make sense when you're working on the human, in my opinion, when you're working on the human body. So I was quite shocked at how many people hadn't had this really good quality grounding. And there was sometimes too many fancy buttons and bows when you actually just need to be really basic. If you have your basic framework in place, then you can be as fancy as you want to be. But if you've not got those solid foundations, you're always on shaky ground. So that informed me a lot of what I needed to really include in the school and how I needed to really, and it's so tempting to get fancy and say, but you can do this and you can do that, to just get a really quality, easy to follow framework that will make you a fabulous reflexologist at the end of it, but then gives you a really solid foundation to build on. So that's really
1: been my passion, absolutely. Oh, I, I feel like I'm sold on this I feel like I'm sold I'll sign me up right now I <laughs> know sign me up so can you give us a wee indication of cost then Jack for anyone watching this it's like this sounds like a no-brainer
0: we are we're actually cheaper than England sorry England Um, because I wanted to to um obviously I'm with an association there are certain conditions that we have to follow but I wanted to really Try and target the Scottish market, which is slightly different to England. I used to live yep. in England, you know, as uh, wages are slightly different, cost of living is slightly different. So the full diploma costs two thousand mm-hmm. pounds. The only addition to that is one hundred and sixty pounds that you pay for your insurance, your exam fees, and your student membership to professional reflexology. Yeah. That of that two thousand three hundred and fifty pounds secures your place in the course, subject to an interview. Yeah. Then you can either pay the whole balance up front on the day you start you can pay another 500 and then i think it's something like 125 a month or you can pay nothing on day one and i think it's 175 a month so you can spread those costs and if you're working 175 pounds a month is a big outlay but if you're working that is achievable i've tried to keep it as achievable as possible um, and obviously, if you've got some money saved up, obviously, uh, there's a bit of leeway in there. If you have a chunk of money saved up, we'll work out what you have to pay monthly, you know, so we can make it as, as cost-effective as possible. But those are the three set ways that you can pay for it. And that doesn't vary. There's no hidden cost. All your equipment's given to you. There's two course books that I recommend you buy, but you're not required to buy them. You'll get handouts. You'll get stuff online. Everything you need will be given to you. You're welcome to... I mean the more resources you can get the better, but there's so much available online. Um, one of the girls that's doing it, one of the students that's doing it just now found an app about the skeleton, so she shared it with the other girl. And you know, yes. there's so many things that you can do online now. You don't really have to buy the books, but that's the only additional cost. All the equipment, everything else is, is taken care of.
1: And that and is I think that's unreasonable for no, a I think that, you know, that is so achievable when at the end of it you're going to have a ready made qualification certification and a ready made business and be able to go out and potentially like you say earn 40 pounds an hour. Well, in, I mean I'm 40
0: pounds an hour. I am based in Maryhill but um yeah in the city centre you you're probably paying 50 pounds upwards for one of the city centre salons. If you go to one of the spa hotels in the city centre I think it's probably near 100. But, you know, the potential is there to build your business up. And I'm I'm not going to lie. It can take a good year for you to build a full business up. But you start off as your case studies. They're your your future clients. They're the people that are going to come back and pay you. And then you ask them to tell their friends and they tell their friends. And then before you know it, you've actually got a part-time business, you know, at the time you finish to then build up as much or as little as you want to.
1: Absolutely. Oh, it's just... And I love the fact that you break it down into a payment plan, which makes it even more accessible for people. And I just think that's a great opportunity. Like you say, for anyone who's already a beauty therapist or anyone who's looking to break into the industry with a with a complementary therapy, it sounds it sounds brilliant. Well, I think so, but I'm biased. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I have to say you've sold it to me very well. Um, so before we before we round up our chat, I want to have a really quick chat to you about your other businesses because it sounds as though everything that you do goes full circle and it's all based on like energy and 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 uplifting and so tell us a wee bit about each of them. Well, I'm a
0: working therapist. My therapy business is called There's Nothing, you know, special about it. It's my name. It just makes it really easy for people to find me. Yeah. And um, I offer refixology, uh, EFT or tapping, and hypnotherapy. Are my main, um, my main therapies. And I have, I've got a really loyal and long client base, and I really. I'm very blessed to have that. And it's, I, I just love turning up for work every day. I just love having those people in my lives and being able to help them. Um, Also the teaching as well, obviously. Um, and I think it's important for me as a teacher to also be a working therapist and to understand the business. I run a mentoring and support group, a supervision group for therapists as well, uh, which is a paid service, but um I support other businesses, other therapists just to know, to do reflection, to do supervision, to understand what's going on in the business, to understand the industry, Um, talk about things like COVID, vaccine protocols, getting back to work protocols, what did we need? Those things were really important for us to support each other in. And my other business is called Affirmation Kits. So about five years ago, I came up with the idea, I used affirmations a lot, especially after my uh, divorce, I used affirmations an awful lot. And affirmations are just, well, They're negative and positive statements, but just statements that you want to introduce into your life to help you become more focused, more positive. I mean, you can't be too positive all the time, everything has to be in balance, but it's just to help you focus on the good things, and gratitude's a big thing as well. And if you're grateful for what you have got, it stops you thinking about things you've not got, you know. So, and it just makes it just makes you your life so much more joyful, I think. So I started Affirmation Kits for Kids, so they're a set of cards that have affirmations on them and then there's a set of beads that comes with them that's got 100 beads, a bit like mala beads, and you count your affirmations in the morning and there's a wee um, red to amber to green chart that you tick off to show that you've done it, because the belief is with affirmations that after three weeks, you're actually starting to form a habit. So it's to help give kids that kind of emotional intelligence, that that aim to sort of five to 14 year olds, um, just to give them that kind of belief in themselves. And also kids need to learn responsibilities for their own behaviours and their own attitudes. And it's just a really gentle way of doing that and helping them to see their place in the world. But then i get so many asks asks from parents going do you not do these for adults so i did adult ones as well but we don't sell them with the beads anymore because it just was taking up too much of my time then not everyone wanted the cards so i developed an affirmations book which is exactly the same as the cards set of affirmations but you write them down for three weeks and then you just do them every day so at the moment i'm developing a range of postcards and posters and things that are actually so there'll be a set of postcards I'm doing a lot of stuff on the chakra colors just because that helps to bring the energy in. Um, So just posters with positive words on them. It's really important when we have things around our house that we're helping ourselves to become the people we want to be. And it's been proven by psychologists, by psychiatrists, by um, lots of people that have looked at how the brain works that we don't see things around our house when we see them every day but we're taking them in subliminally. So if you have the word love on the wall as you walk out of your bedroom, if you have respect and trust somewhere in your mirror while you're doing your hair and makeup or brushing your teeth or shaving, without realizing that you're constantly taking that message in. And so when you're starting to have wall art like posters or postcards up, you're actually starting to help yourself reinforce these positive messages. Now, I'm very aware of things like toxic positivity when we're trying to be, you know, too positive. But this is just a gentle reminder every day that actually, as human beings, we're pretty fabulous. It's pretty amazing to just wake up and be ourselves every day. And also, to be ourselves is just enough. We don't need to be anything else. And just
1: to remind ourselves of that every day is so important. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's so nice. And we will include links um for all your businesses on this magazine yeah. as well, because I'm sure there'll be certainly parents as well that will be watching this thinking that is that a really nice tool for a child as well as adults. Obviously, it's it's a it's a journey with yourself, isn't it? But absolutely. And the sooner we can start, the better, you know. Yes.
0: I had we a five-year-old start. brought them here for treatment. And we did some affirmations, a wee bit of tapping, we did some affirmations. I gave my wee kit away. And the very next day after school, his teacher pulled him on my and said, what happened? He is a different boy today. What happened? So it's amazing how
1: quickly kids are just like we sponges. are like, yes, give me all this. So yes, I love amazing. that. Oh, Jack, I've absolutely loved talking to you today. I have to say I'm feeling very <laughs> uplifted just, just having a chat with you. So I can only imagine how clients and students feel working with you. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Well, I need more students, so bring them on. <laughs> bring them on. Anybody watching this, we will include links and everything to get in touch with Jack and find out more about the school in the magazine. Or if you're listening on podcast or watch it on YouTube, we'll include the links underneath the chat as well. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for taking the time, Jack. You're welcome. And good luck with the launch. We'll maybe do a part two so we can find out how it's all going. Fantastic. That would be great. <laughs> Brilliant. Speak to you soon.